0: Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of Up Your Alley, it's a podcast with two best friends. It's me, my name is Taylor Edgar and with me as always is my best friend Jake Baggett. Say hi Jake. Hey buddy. So this is a podcast where we talk about things that we've been recommended to by the other person and we grade them on a scale of 1 to 3 based on how much it is up our individual alleys. Right now the score is me with 55 points, Jake with 54 points. Today we're going to be talking about... So close. Oh, we're getting there, it's neck and neck. So close. We're going to be talking about an episode of uh, Star Wars Vision Season 2 mm-hmm. on Disney+, Plus, which was Journey to the Dark Head, and we're going to be talking about the album There's Nothing Wrong with Love by indie rock band Built to Spill. That was Jake's recommendation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, if you like the show, please remember to rate it and subscribe to everything and do all that internet algorithm stuff. Mm-hmm. It's available on all your platforms. It's also available on YouTube. Subscribe to our YouTube channel as well. That's just up your alley. You know what we like, should
1: do on the YouTube channel? What? Speedruns. Speedruns of what? Podcasting? Speedruns. Podcasting. As quickly as possible. (laughs) That was great. That sucked. Moving on. World record glitches. Dude, I, I, I was Podcast. actually
0: watching, do uh, you follow the YouTube channel Summoning Salt? Yes, of course. Or did you watch the Halo 2 one that just came out? No,
1: I didn't know you had one that came out recently. Just
0: came out, we're recording this on Monday the 22nd, but I think it just came out Saturday, I Wonderful. want to say. It's like Wonderful. an hour and a half of the history of Halo 2. That's great. I'm excited.
1: Yeah, it's great. And
0: obviously, no spoilers, that game's, what, 15,
1: He makes it old? so engaging to talk about it. Yeah. And he makes everything, he breaks down, like, the glitches and stuff that people find. All and, the tech and yeah.
0: Like one thing I didn't know is so and so okay bonus rec for summoning salt. It's fantastic. Yeah. If, and even if you're not uh um, If
1: you're interested in video games and video game culture, right. this is a great way to understand speedruns and how people get into it. Cuz speedrunners are kind of their own
0: their own animal. Yes. There are a whole lot of streamers that I think do I mean there's a the whole genre of uh streamers that are just Variety, Attractive people that play video games yeah. while they're talking. That's wonderful. And, yeah, sure. There's time and place for everything. Mm-hmm. And there are some people that are just more entertaining and, yeah. you know, some guys are funny, just personalities, people like that. There are some people that don't play video games at all and they stream on Twitch still mm-hmm. just chit-chatting and, uh, you know, answering just questions. Mm-hmm. And But speedrunners are, like, watching people speedrun something and they have the camera on their face. Yeah. It's the most focused you've ever seen. It's like having a camera inside of an F1 car, Yeah,
1: some of the guys playing games. And you can do. watch them, and you'll just see them, and they'll be like, I'm messed yeah. up there. And so, you're like, oh, no. Yeah. How bad? Like, oh, that's going to cost me too Yeah. Hard.
0: But one of the things that uh, Bungie, the people that make Halo 2, and Halo 2 was a big game for me. Yeah. I remember when Halo 2 came out. I, I played that in.
1: online a whole bunch.
0: Yeah? Yeah. I didn't ha- do online because, you know, just back then, even still, really, the internet's mm-hmm. not great. Right. But... uh I remember it came out, and I was doing well in school. I was in high school, and I convinced my mom to let me skip school the day Halo 2 came out. (laughs) And it was a Tuesday, because stuff used to come out on a Tuesday. Yeah. And I skipped school and loved it. Beat most of the game the first day, and it was just fantastic. So it's a nice little nostalgia hit also, watching people speedrun that game. Yeah. But the developers, Bungie, uh, when they put out the uh, Master Chief or the Legendary Edition, whatever it is, the anniversary edition of Halo 2... They had taken out some of the glitches that speedrunners use, so they saw and this is just, you know, ten thousand feet marketing from a company, which you often don't see. Normally if there's like this subculture within a product, yeah. they won't market to that. Nintendo's yeah. infamous about that. If there's any glitches or bugs or yeah, defects, they won't
1: say that this is what they changed. They'll patch it out completely. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. So there was a patch or a bug that speedrunners were using where it was, you know, long story short, It's a tracking glitch where you can track an enemy, use the energy sword, and it'll just launch you. uh Across huge distances. In the Anniversary Edition, or whatever it was called, the Master Chief Edition, it was patched out of Halo 2. Uh They saw that the speedrunning community stopped playing the game went back to the original there you so go they patched the bug that's back into that,
1: the game. that i give them incredible props for doing something like that
0: i almost applauded to my phone yeah. when i was sitting there watching that, that is just a like, wonderful thing to do i love it when companies do that so when they
1: put when they provide for their culture that's for their community i yeah. mean that's beautiful that's I, awesome
0: i think uh you want
1: people playing your game you give them what they want and you'll be like sorry right. guys <laughs> and i mean I this would help
0: Indie developers do that like I know we're both big fans of Stardew Valley and yeah. he you know really supports his community and like especially his game has crazy mods that people do it's like there's yeah. a whole new texture pack there's a mm-hmm. a mod that I don't play the game on computer so I can't get mods on my PlayStation really uh-huh, uh-huh. and it's just like you know Stardew Valley expanded where there's like new areas and people have just basically created a DLC yeah. so to speak for his game and he's super supportive but to see mm-hmm. that with Halo 2 from Bungie and also Microsoft because from
1: big companies, triple A titles. I mean, you had yeah. to go
0: to Microsoft and be like, Hey, you know you're the game that sold everyone in Xbox? Because I think yeah. without Halo, and Halo being the game that brought first person shooters new new yeah. new first person shooters. Consoles. With, yeah. It was a first person shooter I used that had used two both thumbsticks. Yes. Before mm-hmm. that it was Goldeneye, you had the joystick right in the middle in then sixty four. But it without Halo doing that, I don't think uh the Xbox would have taken off the way it did. Yeah. It was that mm-hmm. game that you had to get an Xbox to play that game. Oh yeah, and I remember I had Halo, and my brother had a PS2, and he had the Bouncer. Yeah, and I've I was, been. I was just like, yeah. Guess I've been what's thinking better?
1: about the Bouncer recently. Really? Yeah. Why? And it's really weird because, um, just I, really I got into a conversation things? about uh, what was your first PlayStation Two game, and the Bouncer. the Bouncer was the one that I rented from Blockbuster. Yeah. And played it, and it's not good. Mm-mm. But, you know, I had five days and it was the only PlayStation game. I, and, goddammit, I want to get everything I can out of this game. It was fun. I, I mean, it, it was a beat em up.
0: It was street beat to Rage up. style. Yeah, yeah. It
1: just didn't work that well. And the leveling system wasn't that great. So yeah. it was uh, tedious. But uh, I don't know. Yeah. yeah it, Nostalgic for me, definitely.
0: Yeah. I'll, I'd watch Summoning Salt if anyone's speed running the bouncer. That'd be Yeah. Great. Oh, my
1: God. Um, I love that one.
0: So it'll it'll happen by the time this is out since like i said we're recording this uh but playstation has their playstation showcase on wednesday yeah and you know they're pretty hush hush about everything but this is like kind of their thing where they put out um what's coming up for yeah. the playstation uh you know their games that are yeah. going to be PlayStation it's like exclusive nintendo direct
1: yeah a session,
0: mm-hmm. but for playstation there's rumors about things and no I
1: more e3 no more E3 is kind of dead. And also... They, they announced they completely got rid of it. It's so, over.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's. I think it like was it, dying, and then I think COVID happened, and then it was
1: dead. Yeah, they just came out, yeah. I think, this year or late last year. Yeah. They're like, no more E3, guys. But, it's over.
0: I mean, I think Comic-Con's going that way, too. I mean, Comic-Con's Con. Yeah. I mean, Comic always going to be there as an event that people are going to, but yeah. Comic-Con being the place where studios, they mm-hmm. drop their trailer, show footage, stuff like that. They'll yeah. show a little bit, but yeah. it's just like... Do Why we would get you
1: online? Yeah, well,
0: yeah. How much are you going to pay for you know Robert Downey Jr. to come out and be mm-hmm. Iron Man again when you could just put out a YouTube video? You put out a and YouTube get, video. It'll have the same amount of impact.
1: You're going to have a bigger impact because you're going to have people that uh, you know watch it on stream. Yeah. So that you can watch their reaction. So you know, one person is now having one thousand people that watch them. Mm-hmm. You know, that's. A bigger audience now so that even more people are watching your trailer it's right. and just then there's an, smarter
0: there's an aftermarket thing like i've watched some of the going back to twitch when nintendo does a direct i'll watch people's reaction to the nintendo direct to yeah. see like Oh, what does, you know, Graham Bear think fun, about the Nintendo yeah. Direct?
1: It's a, just a fun way to watch the yeah. Direct. And yeah. I think
0: it's very inclusive and something that you don't get. Uh, one of those things because I remember watching shaky cam YouTube videos that someone filmed with their Nokia phone of what's going on inside of Comic-Con. Mm-hmm. And then that's uploaded. You know, I think I watched like a trailer for Spider-Man 3 on Newgrounds.com or something like that. It's all yeah. bootleg. <laughs> but you don't have to do that anymore. But some of the things I want to bounce off of you because, you know, we both like PlayStation. Um, yeah. Uh, some of the rumors that have been going on, it's um, notably Sucker Punch might be there. Okay. And there's rumblings of the sequel to Ghost of Tsushima. That would be nice. I would love to see that. I would play that. Yeah. Um, Naughty Dog is apparently rumored to be doing a Last of Us multiplayer thing. I'm not Did interested. you ever play there Last of Us? There was a multiplayer
1: already on Last of Us.
0: I don't think it's on the uh, PS5 version, though. The, Maybe not. The
1: remake. I don't know.
0: So, I mean kind of fun and then spider-man 2 is you know that's already announced it's yeah. gonna be more footage and apparently we're supposed to get our first big look at
1: marvel's uh, wolverine. wolverine yeah that's I, I really want to see what they're going to do with that an open world wolverine game
0: i think i think it'll be open world sort of in the sense of probably god of war where it's, yes it's technically open world but it's not grand theft auto i wonder
1: open world i wonder you couldn't make like what's the point of watching you put him on a motorcycle right and he goes around
0: but i mean i think it'd be more fun as like a god of war style like, I think so, yeah. but
1: I would also have a lot of fun just wandering around as Wolverine. I
0: told you that's my pitch for the uh, Ninja we? Turtles game that they want to put out. Is you're just one turtle from the last Ronin series, and you get to switch out weapons like you do God of War, mm. switch between katana and bow staff and everything. And seeing Wolverine, I mean, he's got the claws. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> that's got claws. Much it. Yeah, so I guess it'd probably be more in line with the Spider-Man game, which is yeah, it's that's open world. But, it's the
1: same people that are making the but what's, both games.
0: What's Wolverine in New York like?
1: Somewhere. I don't know. Is it going to be in New York? I'm saying if it was like They the should Spider make Man. it like um Metal Gear Solid 5 where you have a uh,
0: big sandbox to play in
1: and like quick travel. You can just have like yeah. you know cloak and dagger being like hey if you ever need us we'll we'll transfer you anywhere you need. Yeah. Well, so, speaking of Thanks, Pub, me- Love It Pub.
0: Speaking of Metal Gear, there's rumors of uh remakes for the first 3 games as well.
1: Huh. Huh. I, I know don't know how I feel about that. I
0: know you'd love a Snake Eater remake. Yeah. Imagine I mean, how much you'd love the Resident mm, Evil Four remake.
1: Yeah, but it's out of the hands of Kojima now, and it's, it's probably crazy. Out of the, <laughs> but that's what makes those games so fantastic.
0: Right. Okay. So was it the same team that worked on Resident Evil Four remake as it was the original Resident Evil Four? Yes, I believe so. Okay.
1: I don't know. It was. It was still Capcom, though. Yeah. Well, and this I don't will still know be Konami. Konami is like super defunct when it comes to video game development. Yeah. They don't really do it. I'd they, still love
0: to see it. Like, I, if I gotta they tell just you, re
1: uh, relaunch it so that I can buy it again, I'd be happy camper. But <laughs> hear that
0: PlayStation? You want 20 bucks from Jake? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just
1: today. like what they did with the Castlevania Advance collection yeah. for the Switch. It was like, perfect. I love I, Castlevania. I'll take it.
0: I think they were smart to wait a week and a half after Tears of the Kingdom launched mm. to put this out. Yeah, <laughs> Because otherwise... You know, yeah.
1: People, we're we're blowing our wad now. We're starting to play it in uh, normal intervals, so how many, so we'll have time yes, to watch n- it.
0: It's not an addiction. It's more of a, just mm-hmm. when when you get around to it. You know, yeah. I finally broke. I found my old uh, amiibo for the first time. Oh yeah, did
1: you put it in? Did oh, you yeah. use it.
0: Got my amiibo. What did it do? It dropped some meat and a sword. Oh yeah, uh, thanks. <laughs> meat. You can use them once a day. I have no idea how an amiibo um, works. No. There's no battery. There's no nothing, but it yeah. you know it works with my it works switch like, every time I need it. It
1: Works like the uh, NFC near field communication. See, this is why you're the tech guy. Just okay. like uh, credit cards, when you put them up. Oh, to it. that uh-huh. whole thing. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh-huh. Ah. So they just tap.
0: Have you uh, yeah. done any more temples in Tears of the Kingdom yet? Or are you still just I've done two? Uh, which wind second? and water? Oh, I just did the
1: water one today. Yeah,
0: friggin' great. <laughs> Funny I mean, temple.
1: Uh, there was one puzzle there that melted my brain. It took me a long time, and I think I solved it incorrectly, but I, I, I solved it.
0: I think I solved... Was it the one with the big spinny thing? Yes. Yeah.
1: I'm pretty sure I solved it wrong.
0: What'd you do? I just shot... An, I slowed down time and shot an arrow at it.
1: Oh, my God. I should have slowed down time. Yeah, I did the bullet... I didn't. I just kept shooting arrows at put it.
0: Put a little choo-choo jelly I didn't even think about it. Yeah. Spoilers just, for that one little puzzle that'll take you some time. Just, what did
1: you do there? I just kept shooting arrows at I timed it with no it was spinning bullet so fast. time. spinning I timed it, and I got it.
0: Oh, I just jumped off a little Man, thing. because I it's, knew I should have recorded uh, that. It's like a little low-gravity mode.
1: Damn it. I should have recorded that.
0: Damn. How long did that take you?
1: Not until I found it, because I kept looking inside of it to be like, what do I even do when I get in there? Yeah, so I it was a switch that you hit, and I was yeah. like, I got to shoot an arrow at it. That's the no. only thing. And I just timed it, just kept watching it, and it took about three arrows, but then I got it.
0: I was trying to do a... Where it has like the bubble jet coming up? And yeah. I was, oh, this is fascinating for everyone listening. Yeah. But I, I did like the bubble jet that went out, and then yeah, I was yeah. like, I'm was like, i gonna reverse that, and I'm gonna build a little ramp. That's what and I it's thought too. Go up the ramp. Mm-hmm. Didn't work. Shut arrow. Yeah. Worked like charm. Yeah. 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 I love well, that game. Like yeah. shut up and Absolutely take all love my money, in Nintendo. Yep. Like
1: it did a fine job. I'm having a great time. Yeah.
0: Oh, speaking of fine jobs, good times. Also, we had a uh, little special that they do about every season
1: for one of our favorite shows, yeah, Letter Kenny. Yeah. Yeah. You think of that very recently.
0: Yeah, for, uh, it was Queen Victoria Day special. Yeah. Uh, Real Return to Form for Letterkenny. Like, we've talked about it on this show mm-hmm. before. It's not going to be a wreck ever because I, we both love it.
1: Yeah. We, we can't tell each other to watch Letterkenny. We already yeah. do that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, this one was great. It was really. Yeah. I still. I love think it's, their seasonal ones. I still think it's one of the. Yeah, because they did, they did a Valentine's Day one, they yeah. did a St. Patrick's, Pat Patrick's Day one. St. Patrick's one was really great. Yeah. And, uh,. This is it was great. I mean, it was way way up my alley just because they brought they had in both
1: Kiwis and the Australians and the New Zealanders. <laughs> New Zealanders. Yeah. And it
0: was Canadians and Americans talking and then yeah. Australians and New Zealanders talking. Uh-huh. And it was just fast dialogue that's just so rapid fire like just Letterkenny has
1: its own like you know uh hick slang that they all use that Mm -hmm. you pick up on while watching the show right and that's what they have with the australians that come in and the new zealanders so you're trying to keep up with them and you can understand sometimes and the rest, it's it's it's, it's enjoyable. It's, it's very like enjoyable. Part of, part of it when the... You can tell that they're having a great time, and it's super funny when they're yelling at each other, mm-hmm. and, talk, and then they bring up the dingo that ate his baby. It's a it story. He's like, like, that's a true story, mate. <laughs> 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 like, yeah, we take that seriously. Yeah. I, I'm
0: super happy that they just dropped that little thing, and then there was a little side plot with the hicks and the fireworks and stuff. Mm-hmm. Always enjoyable. Oh, yeah. I mean... That, Glenn
1: going crazy about fireworks. Yeah. Yeah. The way that
0: that show isn't bigger than it is is baffling to me yeah i don't know if it's something that it's just way too niche that just people like you and i like it but i i i think it's one of the best shows on tv it's on uh, hulu now yeah
1: i think it's super duper funny Yeah, I, and i like i said i'm rewatching it with my uh roommate yeah and we started back on season one and good place to start it's uh just as fantastic as when i started it before yeah you know oh my gosh it's still super funny and it's he's uh, absolutely witty He's
0: uh, been posting on uh, social medias uh, in the Sudbury Bulldogs uniform because they're still shooting Shorzy season two. That's right. And uh, Dolo from Shorzy has a new single out. Check out uh, the single. is called Highest Self on Spotify by mm. Dolo. It's great.
1: It's, it's great. just straight up called Dolo for real?
0: Oh, his name's Joe Dolo. Oh, okay. J-O-D-O-L-O.
1: Because he's called Dolo and Shorzy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, his name's not Shorzy. It's Shore. I know. It's all hockey player nicknames.
1: Well, I didn't know Dolo was his real name. Oh yeah, a, a nickname that he uses in no, that's, outside that's of the his, show. That's his rapper name too. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think it's supposed to be like a, a kind of version of him. Yeah, because like he was a real hockey player too. Yeah, you yeah. can tell, dude. Again, massive slappers. Bonus wreck for Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. uh <laughs> One of the things that's coming out uh, TV wise that they might bring up at the PlayStation One is: Have you seen the? Um, Preview for or the little uh, teaser for the Twisted Metal TV show? Oh no!
1: Yeah, no, I haven't.
0: Are <laughs> making a Twisted Metal TV? Is show. it like a live action TV? Yeah. Oh my God! What Looks a, good.
1: What is? What an idea! I
0: think they're trying to do a little bit of uh, Mad Max.
1: If they, it's if got they, a I, Anthony Mackie in it. If it was a crazy B movie director making it, I would be so into it. Yeah. But knowing that they're trying to. Uh, ride the success of uh, The Last of Us. Yeah. I, they're going to... I don't know if they're going to go prestige with this.
0: No. It, 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 I mean, it can't be prestige. It's on Peacock.
1: No. Oh. I mean... This is so funny. It,
0: oh, today's actually the last day of HBO Max. Starting tomorrow, it's just Max. Max. Just Max. Hi, Max. Um, let me try to interest you in this. Anthony Mackey's in it, playing uh, John Doe, who's one of the racers in Twisted Metal.
1: Who's Anthony Mackie?
0: Uh, Falcon from... Uh, marvel oh okay yeah. and uh, he's an enjoyable cat on the cast list uh playing sweet tooth the murderous clown will arnett
1: that's kind of funny i think
0: it's just his voice because they have another person uh playing his body he's got a he fat body of, yeah he's
1: doing he's darth vader in it
0: but i'll take a, i'll take will arnett as a crazy killer clown in an ice cream he, truck he's got a funny voice. did you play that game when you were a kid
1: all the time yeah
0: i, yeah. I think i got twist of metal 2 was the one that was big when i got my mm-hmm. playstation yeah but I guess time. everyone's just trying to make video
1: game plays now. I was Axel all the time. I so thought that's he was to do the fun one. The dude the two wheels yeah, on either he was side? The literal Axel to two gigantic wheels. Yes. And just rode around and shot <laughs> So that's going to be fun <laughs> very when, funny. when that comes out. I I, mean, if if they're having fun with it, I, it could be interesting. Yeah. But it's a very weird know. series to it's adapt to. Also, into like a TV they show. want to do God of War as a TV show. See, I could see that more. I can. I Again, no. It's just like a Grand
0: Theft Auto movie. It's just like, what do you mean? Yeah. I mean
1: it it's not yeah what makes god of war interesting is it's fun gameplay right it's kind of cool the story what like makes i know metal the story fun is
0: the gameplay it'd be like having a twisted yeah. metal show is like having a tony hawks
1: pro skater but they show. had those live action endings for yeah. uh, black black was it black and, was the first one on ps2 yes it had the rolling but
0: stone song at the end
1: they um
2: uh,
1: live action endings for each character yeah but those were very uh, low budget and insane Mm-hmm. So if you go insane, I, I will be behind you one hundred percent. But they really there's no to, way they can't do that. They They're,
0: did try to make a mythos about it, like they did with Mortal Kombat. Yeah, where it's just it has like, that vibe to it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was Mortal Kombat in cars mm-hmm. essentially. But
1: we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Yeah, that's a weird idea. All
0: right. <laughs> well, we'll probably be proven wrong by the time we record the by the time this is out. We'll probably be completely wrong about yeah. all this.
1: Oh, revisit it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we will. All right. Speaking of revisiting stuff, let's talk about what we're going to be talking about this week. We got two recommendations like we always do. Mm -hmm. Uh, You want to go first or you want me to go first? I'll take it. You want to talk about the thing I gave you? Yes. Okay. We Mm -hmm. should really clarify that because we always have two questions. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'll go first. Oh, we're going to do... Yeah, which one? (laughs) Yeah. We're both doing this simultaneously. I'll talk about mine. Okay. So we'll talk about uh, my recommendation for Jake first. Mm-hmm. Which was uh, an episode of Star Wars: Visions, uh, mm-hmm. which is a anthology animated series on Disney Plus. This is season two. I gave you season two, episode. I think it's five. I want to say I can't remember. I just found. Yeah, season two, Dark episode head. five. Uh, Journey yeah. to the Dark Head. Yeah. So it's a mm-hmm. little short. Uh, did you watch any more of these or just this one?
1: I watched this one, and then I watched the uh, Wallace and Gromit-looking one. I Am Your Mother. Yes. Yeah, that's the I one I mother. almost recommended to you, but I, I was can't. Just like, I'm surprised you didn't recommend me that one. Yes. Um, but Darkhead. So, okay, good. Uh, yeah, so why'd we you could, choose that? We, we yeah. can talk about two of them. Okay, uh-huh.
0: so uh, Journey to Darkhead, it's... Uh, like I said, so these aren't in the new Star Wars canon. Yeah. Lucasfilm and well, I guess Disney really is being really... Uh, Uh, anal about their star wars canon like this is canon this isn't you know Mm -hmm. some of the stuff from the expanding universe they're bringing back like uh, grand Admiral Thrawn. yeah everybody's crazy about that right now kind of dash rendar but not really yet Uh but i'm hoping they bring back dash Rendar. that's for another time (laughs) um so this is they give animation houses um you know kind of free reign make a star wars thing it's not canon uh, the first season was pretty much all anime, I believe. It's been a while since I watched the first season. But I think it was all different anime houses.
1: Kind of looked like it, I guess. I mean, this, I, didn't, I didn't check out any of the first season.
0: This one I picked for you, one, because it's it's anime style. It's Studio Mirror Korean mm. uh, Animation Studio. Mm. And I think it's just beautiful. I think it's just a nice, quick story. You Absolutely don't, beautiful. So yeah, That is for sure. One of the things that you hate about Star Wars is you get bogged down in canon yes yeah mm-hmm. who's that guy you know um well it's
1: just, it feels like not fun anymore when it, it, when like back in the original trilogy it felt like george lucas was looking at alien he's like that one's named rebar <laughs> and then he just kept moving on is that your george lucas impression it's perfect it's not it's, it's not perfect bad i fucking your your name is porkins now because you're so fucking fat <laughs> like Porkins. I used to have a t-shirt with Porkins Red on it. Five. Oh my god, Porkins is my favorite
0: <laughs> But like, you know, it doesn't have to be one of those things Like if you're watching uh, Book of Boba Fett And like Black Kersantan mm-hmm. shows up And people are like, oh, and then some people are like Who's that? Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, oh, you don't know Who that guy yeah. is? I like, know who
1: IG-88 is You know,
0: mm-hmm. and then IG-11's In Book of, uh, not Book of Boba Fett In the Mandalorian, see it's I'm getting them confused really weird. <laughs> um, Regardless, so It, it kind of just jumps you in, it's a nice quick Little story and mm-hmm. so essentially, I'll give – if people haven't seen it, it's um, – this takes place uh, thousands of years before the Star Wars original trilogy. And the Star Wars canon, if you don't know – uh, it's divided up uh, Bby and Aby before and after the Battle of Yavin when mm. they blow up the first Death Star. Mm. So There's like thousands of years Bby as we say <laughs> in the community. I'm
1: fucking mad. I'm so mad at you. Why? <laughs> Bby, this is insane. That is a robot name. That's okay, crazy. So Star Wars Jedi Survivor uh,
0: yeah. takes place nine Bby. Oh my god. Yeah. So that's nine years and before uh, the Battle of Yavin. Okay. So nine years before Episode Four. Okay. Essentially. Yeah. Yeah. And so, this mm-hmm. is like Thousand Years. So the first war uh, between the Jedi and the Sith. Jedi, good guys, Sith, dark guys. Mm-hmm. And so, um, there's a monk living on a planet, and she uh, takes part in a prophecy Star Wars. loves yeah. its fucking prophecy. It's what they do in it,
1: their monk uh, yeah. For, culture that they have of the there. Force. Yeah. And you pick up these shiny, rain slick stones, and you look inside of yeah. them. Kind and, of reading it yeah, yeah, to you. Interpret what you see inside these stones.
0: So, uh, her name's Ara, and then she. Uh, gets older There's a little bit Of a time jump And she goes to The Jedi Council And she says I have to destroy One of the statues Because she lives under She was raised under Two statues Light side and dark side Yeah And She was She convinced like, If, I, de- if that I destroy the dark one mm-hmm. We're going to help Win the war against The they yeah. It might have some impact The Jedi Council mm-hmm. Is kind of skeptical We but will like, only have
1: Good prophecies Right It's
0: like We'll send you on your way They send her with a Jedi mm-hmm. tool He gets his little flashback When he was a Padawan Mm-hmm uh, big old watching bad his... kick ass looking Sith Lord. Yeah,
1: really cool mask. Really yeah. cool mask. So
0: that was uh, I think his beach End was his name. They don't. I mean names aren't super remember. duper important. Yeah. It's like anime. You're you're yeah. watching it. You don't really need to know everyone's backstory. You get it. Yeah. He looks like a. Uh, how, how big into Doctor Who were you?
1: Uh, I watched the first season. Okay. Did you ever all see the way
0: through first first season like in the sixties? Eccleston. Okay. Eccleston. So yeah, the ninth Doctor. Yeah. And so. That's, Dude, that's I contain volumes. <laughs> uh, and so there is an alien species called the Ood that has like an orb that they're holding in their hand. They got this long tentacle thing coming out of their mouth. Remind oh, me of think the that Ood. Is. Okay. So he's got this cool little like whip attachment coming out of his face. Yeah. And it's just badass. The uh, animation's great, he's, everything like that. He's but got it's, a veil
1: mm-hmm. that just hangs like. Three feet yeah. down. I think that's just amazing.
0: Yeah, it's very, it's hyper stylized, but that's, yeah. I mean. But it's
1: like, that is so flashy, but yeah. the dude is like flashy. You yeah. could just tell by his mannerisms mm-hmm. and by the way he dresses, he he likes to be flashy. Oh,
0: yeah. So uh, Tool and Ara go there, and then I guess spoilers for this 22 minute thing mm. uh, get up there, and Ara is about to blow up the dark head, and she gets above the clouds, which she never got to see when she was underneath at the bottom of yeah. the mountains. And oh, these aren't like little statues, they're giant mountain sized yeah. statues. Mm-hmm. And she's that, oh, the dark head and the light head are switching because mm-hmm. it's like, oh, in force, everything's fluid. There's yeah. no dark and light. You know, yeah. it's a balance between them. Cool the
1: has the realization that, that he has
0: the darkness inside of him. Yeah,
1: but yeah. he always had. And uh-huh. it's just uh, waves and troughs. Mm-hmm. And he's just, yeah, that's so always going to be a good side to it.
0: I thought it was a nice little vignette. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was nice because it's not canon related, which is really what I wanted to show you of Star Wars. Yeah. Because I'd love, as much as I would love for you to watch Andor, so we could talk about Andor.
1: Everybody wants me to watch that. Then do it. I'll do it. Maybe. Come on, I'll think about it. Maybe. Um, so,
0: <laughs> so I just I recommended that, and I was hoping you would like it, and I was mm-hmm. hoping that you would you know bounce around. So yeah. the one you were talking about, "I Am Your Mother," was done by the uh, animation studio Ardman. They do Wallace, Wallace and, Gromit. and Gromit. It has to be. Yeah, and that's about uh, two Twi'leks and. The reason I didn't pick that one specifically is because yeah. it did go into canon. It did have, it, it had Wedge Antilles well, in it, who is it, a character. Wedge
1: is my boy, though. No. See, if I had known I that, I would have done I fucking love that. Wedge. How do you like,
0: how do you hate Star Wars but love Wedge?
1: Wedge, he's Rogue Squadron, the games from Nintendo 64. Oh, shit. I You're rolling thought of that. with Wedge the whole time, and I love those video games. I should have thought of that yeah, Wedge is there, man. And yeah. when you see him pop up in that, I was like, oh no, yeah. he's using his celebrity. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. <laughs> because he's just like, hey, I was flying right next to Luke Skywalker. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh darn it, Wedge is so cool. He blew up the second Death Star with Lando. And when he showed up in uh, the final episode, yeah. uh, Rise of Skywalker, he's just like, you know, hey, I'm Wedge, I'm standing by. I was like, oh, hell, hell yeah, this movie's pretty
2: great.
0: <laughs> Apparently the guy that uh, played Wedge hated it he's got a famous like, really? fucking nephew or something
1: he hated the movie or he said being in star wars ruined his life at some point uh oh that is the saddest thing i've ever heard yeah there's no way that would happen
0: oh his uh, <laughs> nephew is ewan mcgregor
1: <laughs> and before doing episode one,
0: he was thinking wow. about doing
1: it. And uh, he told you, Greg, he's like, don't get involved in Star Wars. It's all anyone will ever ask you about. <laughs> I can see how that's bad. You're wrong. You bitch. have a rapid fan base. <laughs> I mean, if you sign that. up for it, it's fine. Yeah. But I mean. Exactly. You gotta, if you know, But he didn't know what he was getting himself speaking into. Speaking of rapid
0: fan base, not what I, know you like. I was listening to a Chris Gethard on a podcast. Oh, yeah. And he was uh, talking about how he was on his way to an office convention. Because he's in like three episodes of The Office. Mm -hmm. And he just goes there and signs autographs for crazy people obsessed with The Office. like I'm obsessed with Star Wars. And don't get me wrong. I like The Office too. Yeah. So I wanted this one specifically because I thought if I can get Jake into something. Star Wars that's not a mainline movie. Uh Might sneak him in with some anime. Mm -hmm. Good action. Well animated. Yeah. It's great. It's great. I got
1: worried watching it because I thought it was going to be mostly action once uh, Tool and The Sith. Lord, dude started fighting right and i was like this is gonna be all that this is and it doesn't it, it, it does have a good bit of it you was know, good lore and mysticism
0: and stuff like that what
1: i really liked is how she separated her uh monk monastery from the jedi yeah but you could tell that it's still a part of the force right i thought that was amazing yeah because now they're playing around with oh no like the jedi have this idea of what the force is Mm-hmm. And but this monk monastery is like, oh no, the force is this. This is what we use the force for. Yeah, and that is so compelling. I cannot believe they haven't explored that. So there's even more.
0: There's one a little bit after this. Uh, it's later on in visions, it's called uh, the bandits of Golok, and that's fantastic too. And there are force sensitive people in that that aren't Jedi
1: or yeah, because you know that's kind of the of that thing. Whole thing. I mean, because you the could whole thing be force sensitive and not be a Jedi or a Sith. Right, and that's amazing, and it it's just us, that surrounds
0: us, penetrates us, and binds the galaxy
1: together. And as Ben Kenobi said, <laughs> and it's just you know, it's just two big religions, yeah, you know that you're going to hear across the galaxy, but and then there's this one right out the outskirts, and the girl uh, comes to the Jedi Council right. it's just to be like, I am so sure, you know, my religion has taught me that we get our prophecies from a good head and a bad head, and I think if we kill the bad head, all we get is good prophecies, and then Check the out. Jedi Council is even like, that's insane. That's a really dumb thing, except for one of them's been like, I don't know, swallow it, see where it goes. You yeah. know, I'll give you a really cool uh, young Jedi who's pretty fun.
0: So did you like this uh, better or worse than um, well, I Am Your Mother? I
1: Am Your Mother is fantastic. Yeah. It's, it's, is it's, a, and
0: I Am Your Mother is a straight up comedy.
1: Right now too. it's three because it's of I Am Your Mother. Ooh. Yeah. I Am aside. Your Mother is so funny and yeah. it's so great. The animation is fun. It's just like Wallace and Gromit style. Mm-hmm. Wallace and Gromit uh, comedy. Yes. You know, watching a baby Wookiee take over uh, the Wookiee ship while they're racing, and you just see his family in the background (laughs)
0: freaking out. I I think the funniest bit in that is – and I don't know why it made me laugh so much, but it was just at the end, the bad people that they're racing against – get in an accident a crash a car yeah. and uh that an airbag goes off <laughs>
1: <It's>
0: like, <laughs> their airbags because you've never seen them before. it makes when, sense when they but,
1: bring out their laser from their uh ship it's just a tiny death star that does a tiny death star laser uh, gosh darn it there's think, so many funny things Her mother is very funny. She's, you know, she's embarrassed by her mother. Yeah. And uh, she actually does really embarrassing things that, you know, I would be. Yeah. (laughs) She's just hanging on for dear life every once in a while. (laughs) There's so so many moments where you think she's just dead because of how they're racing. It's insane. And they're like, Mom, where are you? Uh, and you're like, oh no. <laughs> but of it's action. Fine. It's
0: very similar to Wallace Grob
1: chatting yeah. to anything like that. Yes. Yeah. It was so much fun. And the uh robot was fantastic. I love that it was half broken. A little uh, Z1 or whatever his name yeah. was. Yeah. And he just uh he elongated like a broken slinky. Yeah. <laughs> everywhere. And it was very funny. But yeah. And then Wedge Vegitillis, you know, being General there. Witch. And just he's not even there in person, I don't think. He, yeah. You just see him talk through like vids yeah. and stuff all over the place even gives him more prestige and i just love that little that yeah. little hint that there's a bigger world out there where people are like yeah wedge is so cool yeah. you know and wedge is using this to get people into the rebellion that's so funny i love it nice so you're on board. Yeah, I'm on board with visions. That is, exploring what you can do with Star Wars, mm-hmm. I, they should really open it up. They yeah. should really start doing that. The obvious
0: just, parallel is the Animatrix that they put out. Yeah, um, where it was just you know a whole bunch of stories set in the Matrix universe that the Wachowskis mm-hmm. just kind of let or Wachowskis however you say. Yeah. Uh, finally, let people just be like, you know, yeah, do whatever you want. Yeah, kind it, of
1: your cool anime was. studio. It's the the Dark Knight uh did that too between uh one and two they had uh, six right. animes that's right and, they uh, had one where it was just like uh kids telling stories about yeah it's it like, like yeah no of. batman does this he's yeah. like no batman's actually a monster but yeah you know, then they see batman at the end and they're like
0: holy crap <laughs> i hooked you with some star wars but
1: yeah you did that that's was nice. really cool if uh it comes on again i probably won't pick it up again no but uh if it does if somebody wants to watch it i'll probably be interested yeah in seeing it and, and one maybe of i'll the, watch it one,
0: one of the cool door. things that they had uh like the people that wrote it, you know, there's behind-the-scenes stuff on Disney Plus and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. But the people from Wallace and Gromit and from Aardman Studios, uh, a couple of them had said, and it's something I didn't really ever think about. They said, oh, no, Star Wars is a big reason why we got into stop motion. Because oh, you think about, like, the uh, AT-ATs and, like, the Rancor and yeah. all that. Like, all the miniatures, that was all stop motion, you know, put in to live people. Yeah, looked awesome. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, I never really drew that parallel just because... Wallace and Gromit is so, you know, it's in a whole
1: so cartoon animated universe. Yeah. And I mm-hmm. was like,
0: but, you know, it's the same basic process between doing, you know, a Rancor fight and, you know, Wallace and Gromit running around in a Mini Cooper, whatever the hell goes on <laughs> But, yeah, it's it's a good little collection. I mm-hmm. think uh, Disney's smart, lending it, out their properties. If there was
1: more funny ones, I would be very interested. All right. I like having fun with Star Wars like that. So I will let
0: you know when season three comes I'm on. your
1: mother. It was just really really fun nice i'll take a
0: three i'll take a three yeah man it's three watching it jacob yeah yeah all right let's get into uh jake's recommendation for me yeah which is uh an album by indie rock band built to spill it is their second album uh there's nothing wrong with love this came out in 1994 yeah
1: cool yeah i knew the year (laughs) <laughs>
0: look at you uh jake why'd you recommend this to me give me a little background with your band and we were why, talking with the band and all that stuff when
1: well, i my brother liked this band a lot uh mm-hmm. way back when i was in like high school i believe around then when uh i picked it up from him and uh it was this specific album that i just started listening to over and over again it's the one that i had and uh i absolutely loved it it was right up My Alley, growing up, I love this type of whiny, uh, beautiful (laughs) uh, guitar with amazing violins sometimes. Whiny, beautiful. Whiny and beautiful. It's my favorite. The Weaker Thans? Come on. My favorite band? They are whiny and beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, we were talking about music when we were talking about Wet Leg, and Mm -hmm. I said that their sound reminded me a little bit of Built to Spell, and... You're like, oh, I don't know who that is. And I was like, oh, cool. I got something Ooh, to tell him. I want to give him an album, album that I really want him to listen to. Yeah. So I did that. and uh, so I thought you would enjoy it because it is, you know, it's, I feel like it reminds me of high school. And that's the type of music that, you know.
0: So what band do you think I related this to? Well, it says, I'll, I'll, you know, I'm not going to bury the lead. It's a three for me. Hell yeah. Got me from uh, first lyrics of the first song. I was yeah. just like, Oh, I know who this reminds me of. Who? Who? So this is uh it's a they're from uh Washington. Early nineties, uh late eighties, early nineties northwestern sound. Uh-huh. Or they're from Idaho. Mm-hmm. So Idaho, you know, it's right up there in the corner. Yeah. Uh, Washington, uh-huh. Oregon, uh, I guess now Idaho had kind of their own thing. They had that's a lot of good alt bands came out of there. Yeah, kind yeah. Of as a uh in an answer to grunge, which kinda of came out of there first and then there right. were people that came out like this band. Um <laughs> a lot more melodic, and then yeah. there are bands like uh Everclears from there, mm. uh, Dandy yeah. Warhol's Decemberists, like all those guys kinda started out there. Uh, the Presidency of the United States of America. Hell yeah. Love the Presidency of the United States Still of America. Fantastic band. Um like you know, uh Postal Service and uh Modest Mouse also. Mm. Modest Mouse and Everclear are probably the two yeah. biggest bands from mm. there. But
1: uh Modest I, Mouse probably reminds yeah. you of? Yeah. No, not oh. Modest Mouse. Okay.
0: Freaking this album specifically, Uh and it's one of those things where another one of your recommendations, I should keep a separate list of how did I miss this and Jake recommended it. Yeah. Reminds me of one of my top five favorite albums of all time. Ooh. And they're not even, you know, they're known for one song that came off one album and then they kind of fell off the map.
1: Um, Which was Come uh, on, Eileen. Dexie's Midnight Runners. (laughs) No, it's not Dexie's Midnight
0: Runners, (laughs) it's uh, Harvey Danger.
1: Harvey Danger. Danger.
0: Harvey Danger. They wrote Mm -hmm. Flagpole Sido, which was their most famous song. Huh. That's the I'm Not Sick, But I'm Not Well. Oh, yeah. That song's great. Uh So Harvey Danger came out around the same time. I had to look to see who was founded first. Harvey Danger got popular in 97, Uh but they were founded around the same time as Built to Spill. Built Mm. to Spill, Idaho, Harvey Danger in Washington. Washington. And their album, Where Have All the Merrymakers Gone? Mm-hmm. fucking bonus rec for that jake okay. If you like that you'd love this
1: i probably listened to it on my way home yes yeah.
0: absolutely put on that and so this album just killer front to back yes. you're absolutely right in describing it how it's uh it's not i don't it's not emo but it's no. not it's, it's it's less refined than modest mouse mm-hmm. modest mouse kind of took it in mm-hmm. this sound into the 2000s which is just yeah. i guess northwestern indie rock mm-hmm. um and like i said the best way to do it is it's 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 grunge that's not angry yeah. all the time
1: yes it's more sad yeah. a more um empathetic towards your own feelings yeah. and it's fun if i put you in a dark room that. with
0: headphones and put on radio silence by harvey danger you'd start crying <laughs> like harvey danger is so much like <laughs> this so i was just i was just i was thinking because harvey danger is a band that when i you know People ask, like, I, I don't have, a. I have a set favorite band, and then I like to say my third favorite band is whoever we're talking about, and my second favorite band is whoever I'm listening to right then. Mm-hmm. Like, it's always mm-hmm. kind of in flux, but Harvey yeah, Danger is
1: always in there. Okay. but We if, call it the Mount Rushmore of exactly. artists well, for us.
0: It's Mount Rushmore if of albums. there was someone above Mount Rushmore that was always on top, and yeah. his, name's, his name's Tom Petty, and he's <laughs> always yeah. up there, yeah. and then there's a couple other people <laughs> down there. He's the below. president of the Mount
1: Rushmore. <laughs> They're all presidents. <laughs> no. Famously. Not in, not in our uh, music. None of them are present. I'm saying physical Mount Rushmore. Oh, I understand of- that. Okay. <laughs> I was just like, does Jake know what Mount Rushmore is when he's talking about? My favorite part of uh, Mount Rushmore is Roosevelt just looks like he's uh, just peering his way into it. <laughs> his face is so small compared to everybody else's. He's yeah. just like, what are you? what are you, uh, Titans of history, doing? <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: but yeah, it's it's. It's great. I mean, it's, yeah. I can't believe that the I... first mis- song
1: to the last song, all of them are so great. I, um, Car, a, I listen to over and over again.
0: Yes. Yeah, so yeah. what I, I like, uh, uh, Car is a great song. That's track four. It did have yeah. the uh, fun thing where it, it does have something that most of these albums have, which is a, a long, sad song. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it just kind of gets heavy, and it has that really nice uh, distortion, kind of uh, just overarching guitar Mm-hmm. Not really a solo. It's not like a Meadly Meadly guitar solo. Mm-mm. It's just very emotive uh, with the way that it's played in a, uh, the song "Sum," which is like towards the end of the album. Then mm-hmm. also that goes right into uh, the song Dystopian Dream Girl, which is a fantastic record. Hell. Uh, Twin Falls is great. That's, I guess, about his hometown, Twin Falls, Idaho. Mm-hmm. And Car, like you said. Car. You know, that's, and- I, that's probably the single off the album.
1: There is uh i think it's actually big dipper oh big dipper yeah was a single there is a recording of me out there somewhere uh playing big dipper yeah yeah
0: there's a recording of me out there singing flagpole sit up by harvey
1: Danger. <laughs> <laughs> this is insane yeah we didn't know about this no about each other I was thinking about. I this is amazing like, I, 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 got I am so excited to listen to and harvey, and harvey danger
0: like, i was like is this jake's harvey danger
1: <laughs> this is amazing yeah because this album like destroyed me when i was young oh you yeah know?
0: if you get to and uh harvey danger had uh Great songs: Carlotta Valdez, Willie Muffler, Radio Silence. Like I said, Old Hat, Jack the Lion. That's like just, exciting! Oh, fantastic record. Ooh. So that, you get two bonus wrecks in this audio. <laughs> for uh, if you if you're listening, you got something you want to jam out to on Spotify. Built to spill. I haven't gotten mm. into any of their other stuff. Like I said, my time's been kind of occupied by Tears of the Kingdom. But uh, I
1: understand. But this album
0: is amazing good choice about this one so you you're mm-hmm. a fan of the whole discography because i will say this harvey danger i'm pretty I haven't much listened to the whole
1: discography because they're, they're still making albums really i think they recently i did check they're on tour know? in europe right now. oh okay yeah I, think... I was like
0: i wonder if they're i was hoping when whenever you recommend something i kind of Try to see if there's like a sneaky thing that why you're recommending it. It's like, is he going to do something cool? Because, like, I'm never when gonna we did do something cool, what are you talking oh, about? <laughs> when you had me listen to Dr. Game Show, I'm like, is Jake on an episode? Yeah. <laughs> but with this, I was like, it's built to spill code and we're going to the show because <laughs> that'll be fantastic. I'd, I'd love to do that. <laughs> but I'm like, ah, fuck, they're in Helsinki. Yeah, I don't think we're going that far for a concert. One day, buddy. <laughs> one day. We'll just fly across the world to see a band no one really likes. A really small band. <laughs> they just kind of have that vibe, though. Like, I could see these guys be like, oh, yeah, we fucking sell out Hamburg every time mm-hmm. we're there. I can feel it. Yeah, yeah.
1: I can understand that. It's but,
0: it's definitely great, man. Like, mm-hmm. I I can't believe that I had missed this band. Yeah, I'm it's really it's happy great. you got
1: to experience it. Great, great yeah. car music. A Great car music. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's, like, one of the best parts. Is yeah. All the songs feel fantastic.
0: I was driving through the valley yesterday, beautiful day, windows down, everything like that, and just playing mm. this. It was so such a perfect, great record. Oh, yeah. And I love the fact that I think it's, you know, I know places like Spotify aren't great for the artists, yeah. unless you're a Taylor Swift and you've got a billion streams, or anything like that. Yeah. Like an indie uh, a singer-songwriter that I listened to, uh, Claire Tonti, she's fantastic. She has one album out. And she posts something like she gets, you know, so many streams and it's like, oh, that's $11. Mm. It's like, oh, that's kind of a fucking bummer. But, you know, you try to
1: it's it's so hard that they monetize this type of art instead of just giving them the money up front and being like, please just make a great album. But it is good.
0: Like, uh, because otherwise, you know, what are the odds of tracking down a CD of Built to Spill? Yeah, and I mean and I hope places thing. like Spotify give them money, and I hope that at least people like you know I was looking up at at tickets because I'm like if these guys roll through town, I'm, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll go see this. Oh, I would be, be happy to. Yeah, fun concert of dudes that look like us, just being like, hey,
1: yeah, they totally. We know a bunch of weird people that like this music too. They are on the uh, Tim and Eric album. Uh, are they awesome album? Great songs. That- they do a uh, cover of the great song "Come Over." Yeah. It's my husband's gone, I've left for work, I've taken off. I top in my skirt. Oh, 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 oh. Is that a Tim and Eric song? Come Over. Yeah. <laughs> oh.
0: I was like, I, that wasn't on this album. I've done thing. my
1: chores. I've swept the floor. <laughs> you make me wet when you walk through the Jesus door. Jesus Christ, Tim and Eric. <laughs> oh, 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 come over. That no, song's great.
0: Those guys are like the lasagna cat that you had me watch. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I watched, they are. I started watching that four-hour lasagna cat. Yeah? No. Who is it? I had to stop.
1: You, I can't. I haven't watched the whole thing. Apparently, right. the ending's different, but sure. I was laughing for a good... Uh, pff, 10 minutes until yeah. I was like, all right, this is done.
0: Yeah, it's, it's definitely funny. But yeah, this album, I, I can't recommend it enough uh, if you have sensibilities. I would say mm-hmm. uh, for recommending it – I mean, that's the easy thing about recommending something like Star Wars. It's like if you like Star Wars, this is good Star Wars. Mm-hmm. I would say uh, if you like bands like Modest Mouse, um, if you like even – yeah, I would, I would say some of the early um, –
1: like Decemberist. Like. Decemberist, yeah. Neutral Milk Hotel. This That's who I was thinking. Type Neut- of
0: vibes. One of the songs sounds like uh, it has the same kind of flow to uh, King of Caraflowers by yeah. Neutral Milk Hotel. Mm-hmm. So it's, yeah, it's that kind of, you know, 90s to early 2000s indie stuff. If you like that, if you haven't heard Built to Spill, I cannot recommend the album. Uh, there's nothing wrong with love. Mm-hmm. uh enough jake thank you yeah. for uh this recommendation no it i'm was, so happy uh, you got
1: to listen to it man dude i'm happy i got to. <laughs> i love new music
0: man you're hitting mm-hmm. me with all this new music that i haven't freaking found out about it's so just, cool that yeah
1: because we've connected on music a lot It was wild that both of us are like crazy about tom petty you yeah. know
0: well if you've got two ears attached to a heart and a brain you, you like would tom expect
1: petty. people to be like yeah. yeah everybody does everybody in the world has to have gone to at least one tom petty concert i remember i had a
0: buddy that worked at a uh, concert venue around here and he said that everyone was excited about the Tom Petty concert and he was like Tom Petty like and oh I don't really know and he's like I was working the show and I could sing along to every word mm. of every song It's like I did not know I knew so many Tom Petty songs <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah he's because yeah. he rules R.I.P. Tom Petty god damn Fentanyl mm. take it away the greats that sucks
1: yeah you well know. oh, I'm um, just super happy that yeah. I have this collection of music that I get to show you. Yeah. I'm just going to keep going through. And I feel
0: like my music ricks have been.
1: Uh, Very new. Well, yeah. More modern. Like, Which I is g- great. I gave you I gave mm-hmm.
0: Telemann, I gave you Wet Leg. And I gave you mm-hmm. your old Droog. Yeah. Uh,
1: Droog didn't really resonate with me. but because you're not from these streets. Telemann <laughs> yeah. I don't know if just you know like this you. Me, but I'm from these streets. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm out I'm so, here. I'm so much closer to the streets. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm on a lane. Yeah. <laughs> but, what do we call? But Teleman was really good yeah. and Wet Leg is great. Yeah. Like I still listen to that album over yeah. and over again. Yeah. Mm. But this is great. I'm going to have to go so back through really cool. my archives yeah. and try I go to find backward, something. Yeah, and you go forward. I was thinking
0: yeah. like there's part of me that was just like doing a throwback wreck mm. and giving you just Harvey Danger for next week. But like then we're just gonna have the exact same mm-hmm. conversation. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, I'm, I'm gonna listen to it right now. Yeah. yeah. So. Where, so uh yeah, this and bonus rec for uh, Where have all the Merrymakers gone by Harvey Danger? It's not just flagpole sitter like flagpole sitter is a great song but it's yeah. just like that that'd be like you know only knowing weezer for hash pipe mm. like weezer has so many more yeah, songs that's so not just that better song. albums yeah and yeah, there are other bands like that from the 90s like i mean dishwallet's got some great songs too uh, but dynamite
1: heck has got some really good songs perfect example too yeah, yeah. right you got to listen a little they're bit they're just more. known for a cover
0: i celebrate the whole catalog of the bloodhound gang something that not most that people is think. amazing to do yes. yes
1: i respect that band they are extremely funny people just being people yeah but I do not know them f- far from you yeah. know, the their big hits.
0: They've got some underrated stuff. And I have no some doubt. Some stuff that is very adequately rated by most people who yeah. say this isn't great. <laughs> but we digress. All right. So yeah, yeah that's two threes. Another three three rack. Good yeah. episode. Doing right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Star Wars Visions, Journey to Darkhead. I'll I'll go ahead and step out on the lid. All all Star Wars. Believe it or not, Star Wars, this multi billion dollar franchise is
1: Pretty good. <laughs> they hired some good people to make some of that
0: how stuff. We, how do we recommend uh, an <laughs> indie recommend band from nineteen ninety-four and Star Wars? <laughs> Star Wars a shot. <laughs> <Yeah>. That's fun. <laughs> yes, but it was necessary for you to watch that because now you'll be open to more Star Wars. I'm um, yeah, I yeah. agree. I know what you mean. Awesome. Mm. All right. Well, let's uh remind people that if you haven't already, uh whatever platform you're listening to the show on, if you could leave a review. That would be great. Uh, five-star rating would be great as well. If you're watching us on YouTube, uh, then you could like and you could subscribe to the YouTube channel. If you're not watching us on YouTube, go to the YouTube channel and subscribe. That's fun, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to send us your recommendations, you can do that at upyouralleypod at gmail.com. We're kind of collecting stuff together. And we've got uh, some irons in the fire for a listener rec episode that we'll just do. Oh. Just the listener recs. Hell yeah. And uh, what else? Follow us on Instagram at upyouralleypod yes sir
1: i like that i was a lot of talking that, with that <laughs> yeah. cough, just followed up at the end
0: it's a starbucks we it's need getting... a cough button you've said this before I'm yeah not... jake I'm, because I'm not... fraser
1: has one that's great
0: yeah, he's fraser yeah Believe we're me. fraser now we're not fraser you're ross i'm fraser look at me <laughs>
1: <laughs> i am the fraser now not as not as good as your george lucas impression <laughs> i can't i don't know i'm listening yeah Yeah? How do you like it? Not bad. Yeah, right? Not bad. Isn't it crazy I can do voices pretty well?
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I can do a couple, but I
1: won't. (laughs) That's the thing. I just keep doing them until I feel like, yeah, that sounds good. Until you
0: get the look from someone that's like, yeah, incredibly good. (laughs) (laughs) Not too bad. (laughs) Uh, So let's get into what we're going to be getting into next week. Jake, what do you have
1: for me? I um, want to give you a taste of wrestling again. You've already done Brett to hit the man hard. Yeah. Are you just going to pile drive me right now? Yeah. (laughs) i want to give you a Stone Cold Stunner that you will never forget. I recommend the Stone Cold (laughs) Stunner. We do have this kind of yoga mat flooring down here. It wouldn't kill me. (laughs) It would kill me. No, I wouldn't kill you. It's a stage. It's the perfect move. People die, Jacob. It's funny because the wreck that I'm about to give you, Uh uh, they talk about the Stone Cold Stunner. It's uh, Behind the Bastards. It's a podcast. Filled with old cracked alumni, and they're doing a series of the bastard Vince McMahon.
0: That's uh, crack.com. Yeah. The old website. Crack.com. Not, not crack alumni, like people that used to. <laughs> they do done crack. snapped. Yeah. <laughs> but, okay, so, yeah, yeah. I've, I've uh, listened to some of this podcast. Yeah. This That's what I uh, thought. I
1: remember that you said that you know what this, uh, this podcast is, uh, is. Robert Evans, right? Yes, it's Robert Evans. It's got my favorite internet writer on it, Sean Baby. Uh-huh. Um, helping, because he's big into wrestling. Is, he knows a lot about it.
0: Does David Wong do some of this, too?
1: No, I haven't seen... Right. This is the first time I've listened to Behind the Bastards. Okay. Uh, actually, they have an a episode on Steven Seagal, and that one was pretty great. A notorious bastard. Yeah, it was so wild. But I want you to... they The first episode is what uh, I want you to listen to, because it gives a really good uh, background on uh, just the history of wrestling and just how... How sad it is that right. these what these wrestlers go through. So that's and, uh,
0: uh Apple or er, it's on Apple Podcasts. I'm sure it's on all the podcasts.
1: Yeah. <coughs> Behind the bastards. And it looks like it's called uh mm-hmm.
0: Vince McMahon History's Greatest Monster.
1: Yeah. Isn't that a crazy thing? I can't wait till they get into it. Because I know he's a bastard, but like what I know from him is right. like the showmanship of it and the exploit exploitation of the yeah. uh, wrestlers that he has. Yeah. But they're saying he's the history's greatest monster. That's that's a wild thing to say. I, I feel like that's not accurate. Yeah, that's why I want to know. Pol Pot's a thing. Yeah. That's a guy. He is. was <laughs> <It's> awful. Yes. <laughs> died in his home under house arrest. Wow. Yeah. That's wild. That might not be true. Yeah, I don't think so. I might be misremembering. And, Pol Pot?
0: I think he died in his home under house
1: arrest. Who would, how do you put him in house arrest?
0: I think it was just one of those things like just stay there and stop killing people.
1: Wow. I would think that that would just be something where... Died in 1998. Oh, wow. That's insane. Under house arrest. Oh, wow. This is blowing my mind.
2: Yeah.
0: (laughs) That's what I recommend to you. The History of Pulp. (laughs) Now, I have a uh, documentary for you. So, I was going to recommend a documentary series. Another documentary? But I feel like... Dude, I'm... I'm ready. I love these. Doing documentaries.
1: Yeah. That was before. If it's I did. another corporate documentary, no, we might have to <laughs> have right. some words.
0: So on Netflix, uh, and this isn't like an indie documentary or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's on Netflix right now. It won the Academy Award for uh, best documentary. Wow. Uh, the guy that did it, uh, James Reed, he has a new one out on Netflix, which I was going to recommend, but it's a four-part series, and I was like, eh, Jake That's might not lot. sit through all of it. Mm-hmm. But his new one's called Chimp Empire. Mm-hmm. Fascinating. Bonus recommendation. Okay. It's just about chimpanzee culture and, like, shows the chimpanzees. I do love like, chimpanzees. It shows them, like, going to war and shit like that. Holy,
1: that does sound pretty fucking, amazing.
0: Fucking terrifying. Oh, wow. Like, it's one of those things where we have, you know, it, it's a real Planet of the Apes situation if they got, like, I think that's <laughs> one of the things, especially the newer, like, the James Franco Planet of the Apes, yeah. when they start coming out, I'm like, I don't think humans would be ready. if Ape together
2: strong. If, yeah. If, <laughs> yeah, if Ape together got strong, like, we
0: kind of be screwed. <laughs> But uh, it's his one he did before that. It was a 2020 documentary um, Mm -hmm. called uh, My Octopus Teacher.
1: Mm, This sounds familiar. It won an Academy Award. Yeah, I guess that's how I know about it.
0: So it's about uh, Craig Foster, who's a free diver, going back to something else we talked about with that episode of Camp Gagnon. Okay. And he's from South Africa, and he, uh, when he is free diving, you know, exploits in the little kelp forest around the the bay where he's at, Mm -hmm. finds a little octopus. Yeah. Okay. And kind of. A octopus. Literal is, octopus. Uh, an octopus. Okay. Right? Like a little eight legs. Fucking an octopus. The whole deal. Interesting. Okay. Two eyes, three hearts, I think. <laughs> they're weird animals. And so. Eight, eight eyes, th- eight hearts. That's why they call it an octopus. No, it's eight legs. It's got eight it. of everything. Eight of everything? Mm-hmm. That's excessive. Eight heads. <laughs> 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 he's got eight dollars if you <laughs> ask him, but that's all eight he's got. Eight <laughs> <laughs> stop <laughs> and we made it so long without being just have to bring it. In. and so he uh finds an octopus and develops kind of a relationship with it and octopus they're kind Interesting. of uh super smart they're Freakish animals. Like I've always been fascinated by them since I think it was the first time I saw they are pretty the mimic octopus that could like change its texture yeah. mm-hmm. and like there's octopus that you put them on like a checkerboard floor. You put them on a pair of Ska Vans from the 2000s, mm-hmm. like they turn checkerboard colors. Mm, that's, Fascinating animals. Yeah. Interesting. And this is about this guy that has a relationship with just one octopus. Like he goes and sees it every Academy day. Academy Award winner. Yeah. Okay. Academy Award winning documentary. It is on Netflix. Again, that's a 2020 documentary. My Octopus Teacher. Okay. I think you're going to like it. I think it might move you. You okay. think you're going to cry at an octopus documentary? Oh, yeah. yeah. I,
1: I cry at the drop of a hat. Yeah? I don't understand this. Oh, no. <laughs> Luckily, all my hats
0: are upstairs. Otherwise, <laughs> you would be full of tears. I was getting just... choked
1: up during I Am Your Mother. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, was, my gosh. Their relationship cute. is growing <laughs> at 14 minutes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, so yeah, thanks everybody for listening. Be sure to tell a friend about the show. We really appreciate you doing that. Be sure to send yeah. your recs to upyouralleypod at com. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Jake, thanks for coming to talk. I love yeah. you, brother. I love you too, buddy. All right, bye. Bye-bye.